Welcome to this month's Health Champion update. My name is Judith Poulton and I'm a community pharmacist and a Healthy Living Pharmacy Project Manager. This month's training is on mental health to support Mental Health Awareness Week, but it can be used at any time to run a campaign in your pharmacy. Before we begin this podcast, please remember you and the team can watch the online training, download your certificate after completing your CPD questions and get access to useful resources by logging on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. In today's webinar, we're going to look at the background of mental health, particularly focusing on stress. What are the causes and symptoms of stress? And some hints and tips to engage with your customers so that you can support them. We will also look at what resources are available for you to use to build your healthy living zone. One in four adults, or to put it another way, 16 million people in the UK will experience a mental health condition in their lifetime. This ranges from anxiety, stress and depression, to alcohol dependence, substance misuse and psychosis. In England, in any given week, one in six people report experiencing a common mental health problem such as anxiety and depression. Whether it's your customers, families, friends, neighbours or work colleagues, the chances are you will know someone who is affected. In the UK, mental health problems are particularly common in the young, with most developing in childhood or when a person is a young adult. Three quarters of problems are established by the age of 24. People with severe mental health problems have on average a reduced life expectancy of between 16 and 25 years. The attitudes to mental illness are slowly improving. However, nearly 9 in 10 people who have had mental health problems report they have suffered stigma and discrimination. And you and your team can help dispel some of the myths by raising awareness about mental health conditions. In today's session, we're going to focus on stress. Being under pressure is a normal part of life. It can help people take action, feel more energised and get better results. However, stress has only been found to be beneficial if it is short-lived. Excessive or prolonged stress can lead to illness such as heart disease and mental health problems such as anxiety and depression. So what is stress? Stress is the body's natural defence against predators and danger. It flushes the body with hormones to prepare systems to evade or confront danger. This is known as the fight-or-flight mechanism. When we are faced with a challenge, part of our response is physical – The body activates resources to protect us by preparing us either to stay and fight or to get away as fast as possible. The body produces large quantities of hormones called adrenaline and noradrenaline, which raise blood pressure, increase heart rate and increase the rate of perspiration, i.e. sweating. This prepares the body for an emergency response. These hormones can also reduce blood flow to the skin and reduce stomach activity. Cortisol, another stress hormone, releases fat and sugar into the body to boost energy. As a result, you may experience headaches, muscle tension, pain, nausea and dizziness. You may also breathe more quickly, have palpitations or suffer from various aches and pains. In the long term, you may be putting yourself at risk from heart attacks and strokes. All these changes are your body's way of making it easier for you to fight or run away. Before we go on to look at the main causes of stress, 
I briefly want to look at the cost of stress to society so that you and your colleagues understand the size of the issue and how important it is for you and your team to not only look out for signs of stress in your customers, but also to look after your colleagues, managers and friends and family. Recent reports from the Health and Safety Executive show that work-related stress has climbed to its highest rate in 16 years. It is now the most common form of work-related illness, for the first time overtaking musculoskeletal disorders. 526,000 workers, new and long-standing, were suffering from work-related stress, depression or anxiety in 2016-17, leading to 12.5 million lost working days. Industries with the higher-than-average rates of stress, depression and anxiety include health, teaching, business and public services professionals. And you can see from the picture that workload was given as the main cause. We are now going to look at the main causes of stress both in and out of the workplace. Almost anything can cause stress. The situations and pressures that cause stress are known as stressors. We usually think of stressors as being negative, such as an exhausting work schedule or a rocky relationship. However, anything that puts high demands on you can be stressful. This can include positive events such as getting married, buying a house, going to college or receiving a promotion. Stress can also be internal or self-generated when you worry excessively about something that may or may not happen or have irrational pessimistic thoughts about life. Other common major life events that can trigger stress include family and financial problems, job loss or retirement, bereavement, illness and injury, relationships, marriage and divorce, pregnancy and becoming a parent, or a series of minor irritations such as feeling undervalued at work or arguing with a friend. Finally, what causes stress depends, at least in part, on your perception of it. Something that's stressful to you may not faze someone else. They may even enjoy it. For example, your morning commute may make you anxious and tense because you worry the traffic will make you late. Others, however, may find the trip relaxing because they allow more than enough time and enjoy listening to the music while they drive. Past experience can impact how a person will react. Sometimes there's no identifiable cause. Mental health issues such as depression or an accumulated sense of frustration and anxiety can make some people feel stressed more easily than others. We are now going to look at the common signs of stress. The most dangerous thing about stress is how easily it can creep up on you. You get used to it. It starts to feel familiar, even normal. You don't notice how much is affecting you, even as it takes a heavy toll. That's why it's important to be aware of the common warning signs and symptoms of stress overload. The signs can be divided into four areas, cognitive, emotional, physical and behavioural, and we will look at each of these in turn. Cognitive signs can include memory problems, inability to concentrate, seeing only the negative and constant worrying. Emotional signs can include depression or general unhappiness, anxiety and agitation, anger, loneliness and frequent crying. The physical signs can include aches and pains, diarrhoea or constipation, nausea, chest pain, rapid heartbeat and a loss of sex drive. And finally, behavioural signs include eating more or less, sleeping too much or too little, using alcohol, cigarettes or drugs to relax, and nervous habits, for example, nail biting or pacing. We're now going to look at a short, free mood assessment test that can help identify how people are feeling. Check Your Mood is available for over-16s on the NHS Choices website. 
there is an alternative test that can be used for under-16s. The test consists of 18 multiple-choice questions that help to understand how the person has been feeling over the past two weeks. At the end of the test, the person will get two scores, one for depression and one for anxiety. The site will then signpost the person to additional information about those conditions, as well as to some practical hints and tips, and also to some self-help techniques, including simple breathing techniques. So what are the top tips for reducing and coping with stress? First, people need to realise when it's causing a problem. Talk to them about whether they're feeling tired or ill, and is there a connection with the pressures they're faced with? Are they ignoring physical warnings such as tense muscles, overtiredness, headaches or migraines? They also need to try and identify the underlying causes. Ask them if they can sort the possible reasons for stress into those with a practical solution, those that will get better anyway given time, and those you can't do anything about. They need to try to let go of those in the second and third groups. There is no point worrying about things that can't change or things that will sort themselves out. Suggest to people that they need to review their lifestyle. Are they taking on too much? Are there things that they are doing which could be handed over to someone else? Talk to them about eating healthily, as there is growing evidence showing how food affects mood. Remind them to be aware of smoking and drinking. Even though they may seem to reduce tension, this is misleading, as they often make problems worse. Remind them also to get enough sleep. Feeling tired can increase stress by causing people to think irrationally. If people get enough sleep, they are less stressed, more productive and more emotionally balanced. Suggest tips such as reducing their caffeine intake, turning off all phones, tablets in the evening, not watching late night TV, doing some exercises during the day and trying to get into the habit of going to bed and getting up at the same time each day as these will help the quality of sleep. We are now going to look at the five ways of well-being. Research has identified five things that can really help boost mental well-being. These are connect, be active, keep learning, give to others and finally notice what is often called being mindful. These are known as the five ways of well-being and we will look at each of these in turn and see how they can help people's well-being and health. The first one is connect. So talk to them about connecting with the people around them, family, friends, colleagues and neighbours. The simple act of talking face-to-face with another human can trigger hormones that relieve stress when you're feeling agitated or insecure. Even just a brief exchange of kind words or a friendly look from another human being can help calm and soothe your nervous system. You could suggest that they spend time with children or meet a friend for a walk or invite someone around for a cup of coffee or join a reading group. Do you have any details of local reading groups, lunch clubs or local coffee groups where you could signpost people? The second one is be active and the clue is in the name. Talk to people about taking more exercise. Could they walk the dog or someone else's dog, go for a swim or a bike ride or join a local exercise class to do badminton or zumba? Do you have the details of local groups and classes? Upping their activity level is something they can do right now to help relieve stress and start to feel better. Regular exercise can lift people's mood and serve as a distraction from worries, allowing them to break out of the cycle of negative thoughts that feed stress. Rhythmic exercises such as walking, running, swimming and dancing are particularly effective. Let's now look at keep learning. 
Talk to them about learning new skills, as this can give a sense of achievement and a new confidence. Research shows that learning throughout life is associated with greater satisfaction and optimism, and an improved ability to get the most from life. So have you got the details of cookery classes, local art classes, local choirs? Many areas run evening classes, or could you suggest that they try out new recipes at home, or learn to knit or make model aeroplanes? The fourth one is to give to others. Research suggests that acts of giving and kindness, small and large, are associated with positive mental well-being. Even the smallest act can count, whether it's a smile, a thank you or a kind word. Larger acts, such as volunteering, can improve mental well-being and help build a new social network. Giving to others and cooperating with them can stimulate the reward areas in the brain, creating positive feelings and helping and working with others can also give us a sense of purpose and feelings of self-worth. So what can you suggest or do yourself? Suggest they ask a friend or colleague how they are and really listen to the answer. Suggest they offer to lend a hand if they see a stranger struggling with bags or a pushchair. Could they sign up to a mentoring project in which they give time and support to someone who will benefit from it, or volunteer in their local community, such as helping out at a local school, hospital or care home? The fifth and last one is called Take Notice, or Being Mindful. This is about being more aware of the present moment, including how your thoughts and feelings, your body and the world around you. Some people call this awareness mindfulness. It can positively change the way you feel about life and how you approach challenges. Research has suggested that it can reduce the effects of stress, anxiety and other related problems. So what can you suggest to people? The list of what people can do to develop being mindful is endless and ranges from meditation to observing the world around you. On the resources page are links to organisations that you can direct people to or so that they can read about it themselves if they want to understand more about this area. However, a few practical tips include things like suggesting people set aside 10 minutes a day to relax and collect their thoughts in a quiet room. Or maybe suggest they go for a walk and get closer to nature by really looking at the colour of the sky or really listening to the birds singing. You could suggest they take a different route somewhere and that they concentrate on the different landscape, i.e. really see it. Or you could suggest they join a Tai Chi class or a yoga or meditation class. Have you details of local ones? We are now going to look at what campaigns you could run in your pharmacy to raise awareness of stress and to start those conversations with people. As you can see, one pharmacy used Scrabble to make key words that got people looking at it. Another put a pair of ears on a till that said, Do you want to talk? We're here to listen. And the colourful display with lots of information and facts got customers picking up leaflets, thus giving the team an opportunity to approach them. Other ideas you could try include making a five ways of well-being end, where you could suggest local things, for example, local health and social clubs, local parks to walk in, and local volunteering opportunities. Or you could concentrate on what wellness tools most people already have, for example, talking to friends, having a relaxing bath, or watching their favourite TV programme. You could also build an end asking people whether they have any of the symptoms of stress, or know anybody that does, and list the symptoms and suggest some solutions. The key thing is to start that conversation. And don't forget, this is not just about your customers. This is also about you, your work colleagues, your family and your friends. As you can see, there is a wide range of support available. 
For example, the charity Mind provides leaflets for you to download, but also has a language line for talking to people in languages other than English about mental health illness. The British Heart Foundation has a free downloadable leaflet on stress, and Be Mindful has some great techniques that you can share on mindfulness. We have now come to the end of the training. I hope you and your team have now got a better understanding of the causes, signs and symptoms of stress, as well as more information about supporting people suffering with it. It is really important that you and your colleagues look after each other, as well as your customers, friends and family. Thank you for joining this training session, and I hope you have found the training informative. If you want to view the online training, have access to both your certificate and the resources tab, please log on to www.virtualoutcomes.co.uk. We would also like to use this opportunity to ask you to encourage the rest of your colleagues to view the video.